So you want to put a patio in the backyard, but there's only one problem, a big honking oak tree. What do you do about drainage around the garage? What about rust on the fan on your outside AC unit? And be careful what you shove in your drain. All these questions and more on the super podcast of Texas Home Improvement. Here's Jim Dutton. Dale, this is Jim. How can I help you? Hi, Jim. I've got a 137-year-old house that we just finished bringing back for the most part. I've got uh, these, like, 200-year-old oaks around it, and I'm ready for the hardscape. I would like to put a patio in the back, but I've got a probably a 200-year-old oak 20 feet from the back of the house, and I don't want to deflect its rainwater. I want to minimize that. And I'm afraid of doing piers for hitting roots. And so I'm trying to figure out what I can do and keep the tree healthy. Well, you can water on the other side of the tree and, and you know, be able to take care of the tree that way. When you say piers, what are you looking at using the piers for? Uh, just, you know, small ones. If, if, if I put a wet wood deck instead of putting brick down. Oh, or, oh, 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 okay. Uh, honestly, the the little bit of roots that you would hit on on a tree like that, it's not even going to know that you did it. Where old trees like that really run into trouble with concrete work is when people uh, are pouring, say, a foundation. They're, uh-huh. they're digging a grade beam. They're cutting it all along, all the roots along there, and then they pour concrete into it. That tends to cripple the tree because it's it's getting chemicals and and stuff that it's just normally not used to getting but root barriers typically and stuff like that normally don't affect a a tree and that's taking out way more roots than than what your uh patio would take so so if i was to put uh, if i wanted to put a wood deck down and had to uh, drill and put some piers down for the corners of the deck supports how, how many feet do you think I could go down safely without hurting the tree? Well, the, the roots are in the top 18 inches. Oh. And so, you know, you, that that's typically the, the the zone that you're worried about. But how far away from the tree are you? 20 feet. But I want, to put the, I want to put the darn deck, you know, to the tree. It's only yeah. 20 feet from the house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not a good so, idea. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, you're gonna these these holes that you're gonna put for the deck though are gonna be what ten foot apart. Yeah, yeah, probably. You, you're you're not gonna hurt the tree. Okay. All right, you made me feel you made me feel better. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> the tree is just more important to me than a lot of other things. That's oh yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well, thanks so much, Jim. We'll uh, we'll proceed. All righty. You take care. Mm, bye bye now. Bye, Larry and Garland. How can I help you? Hey, I've got a uh, air conditioner. It's about uh, 1984. It's put in this house, about three and a half ton. My question has to do with cleaning the blades on the squirrel cage uh, blower. Yeah. I had some guys come out, and, and they, they cleaned it up about till, about 10 years ago or 12 years ago, and I cleaned a lot of junk out of those little grooves in there. Should, should, I, should I call someone out and, uh, and uh, have that uh, cleaned out? Is that affecting the airflow significantly where it make, make it be worth, worth the, uh, the effort? Not only can it affect the airflow, but it also affects the balance of the fan and stuff and can start putting undue wear on the 
shaft coming out of the motor and cause oil leaks and stuff like that. If you'll give on-time experts a call, when they come out to do just the, you know, uh, spring and fall checkups, that's part of their process is actually removing all that and cleaning it all up and putting it back in. Uh, and, and I got to tell you, I own an AC company. I was so impressed by the way they clean the units and all the effort they go through. I made my guys start doing that as well. So, yeah, give them a holler. and they, They'll get it taken care of for you. All right, very good. I have one more question. You were talking about the uh, soffit vents. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I take a garden hose, and I just hose mine out. You know, a lot of dirty dirty stuff comes out, of course. I don't want to spray too much up in there. But so those, should you be cleaning those things out, or are there some better vents that you can pull down and easy to wash? Well, typically what I tell people to use is a blower to, to clean them off. Uh, yeah rather than the water because yeah the water can get up there and cause damage to things uh, but as far i don't know what you have for vents though do you have just the the little grate type fence yeah the little cheap great ones you know you find at home depot yeah yep. a little cheap yeah yeah you can just blow them off with with a leaf blower and, and that typically is all they need okay all right very good then okay thanks a lot jim you bet you take care okay joanna this is jim how can i help you Hi, Jim. Um, I was calling because I recently had some work done to my home where some contractors did an extensive renovation. I was out of the house for almost a year and uh, moved back in. But the first night that I was there, um, torrential rains came. We had over an inch, you know, within a, a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And I started noticing a lot of drainage issues, actually went into my garage uh, on either side of, you know, and, and underneath the the, the garage a little bit wasn't wasn't a great amount but it was there and uh, you know a little stream was going across the sidewalks that they had installed uh, my house has always set a little bit lower than the front um, north area and so you know it's it's pretty evident um, that you know they put in a circle drive and then they they also put in a walkway from the circle drive down to my home uh, near the front porch and then they'd put in a another sidewalk that went uh, east to west and and that's where it all dumped into my garage so wondering who i might call to to get um an opinion on you know how to remedy this yeah and and let me just make sure i've got the right picture in my mind so on the front side of the house the the soil is sloping towards the house yes and yeah okay so your your choices are going to be either to do a little drainage work and, and regrade the yard to take the water around uh-huh. or put, put catch basins to capture the water to take the water out. Uh, you know, so, catch yes, basin. that's that's easy enough to do. Uh, Due yeah. West does it every day. I mean, drainage work is part of what uh, we do as far as protecting people's foundations because if you leave water stand next to the foundation it causes a lot of problems so we deal with that every day and if you want to give us a call at 972-406-0912 we'd be more than happy to take a look at it hey sounds great i sure appreciate it okay all right take care don't forget about our website thipro.com it's there as a resource to help you out 24 7 So if you're thinking uh, 
you know, about one of the people you heard me talk about, and you, you can't quite remember, you can go to THIPro.com, and you're able to look it up that way. And, uh, you know, while you're there, sign up for our newsletter. It goes out every other week. doesn't cost you anything. There's also the Ask Jim button where you can send in email questions. So it's just a, a wealth of information at THIPro.com. Don in Dallas, how can I help you? Well, Jim, hi. Um, we have a 22-year-old home, and uh, we have an air conditioning unit in Amana that's about 12 years old. And even though I have heard that these units can run anywhere between 10 and 15 years, I noticed uh, recently that the motor, the fan motor on the outside unit, was was rusting and looking kind of uh, kind of sick. But it still works, and it, and the the unit is still cooling. Should I be concerned, or just wait until the till the motor burns out? Well, honestly, uh, they can clean it up and stuff, but there's not going to be a whole lot they can do about the rust. Uh, so, uh, if it's got dirt and grime on it, that should be cleaned up. Make sure it's being kept lubricated and stuff. Other than that, run it till she's done. Now, Jim, those are not, um, when you say lubricated, aren't those, you don't lubricate the new ones, the new kind, do you? Well, some of them still have oil spots on them that you, that you do. Uh, but okay. what you're typically looking for more so than to oil on the new ones is to see if they are slinging any oil, because that would mean a seal has broke. Okay. No, all that's good. And the casing is, like I say, is basically good, except for, you know, like I said, some rusting and discolored weathering was probably yeah. a good way. Yeah. Other other than routine maintenance, then I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. And then a, a different question about it, Jim. Sure. The cage, the, uh, the cage on the unit has a cover on the top, as you know. And depending on the make of the model, it can either be a round cover, a little round snap cover, or a square one, whatever. Well, due to aging and weather, the cover doesn't fit on there well anymore, and it can rattle. So I just I just kind of rigged up a, a piece of mulch, actually, heavy-duty mulch, and wedged it in there to keep it from rattling. Is uh-huh. there anything else I can do besides replace the, the, the cage? Uh, I mean, if if you've got the space to put some type of bracket to hold it, something along that lines, but no, not really. Okay. 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 Um, what is your opinion on these units? Do they, in fact, uh, even if it's like a builder's quality, do they, in fact, last 15 years or what, they, if you can take care of them? They absolutely can. Uh, in fact, manufacturers will tell you when they make them, uh, they're looking for 10 to 15 years out of the units. I, I, when I bought the house I'm in, that unit was 30 years old. Wow. And I, now I went ahead and replaced it because when they get old that way, they become so inefficient that uh, the energy savings pays for the new unit. But, uh, you know, that's that's when you're talking older units. Because as they age, you know, you might have started with a a 10 sear rating, but as it ages, that sear rating just keeps going down. So when you're dealing with a unit that's, say, 12 to 15 years old, what started as a 10 is probably more like a 4, maybe 5. 
CRA. Okay. Okay. Have you heard uh, that the new units, and I'm talking about in recent years, just the last few years, don't cool as well because of restrictions um, as far as Freon goes and all that? No, that's that's bonk. Uh, What what happened with the new units is the uh, EPA came out with new regulations how they had to be rated as far as their size. And so that has, like, what used to be a a five-ton has stepped down to, like, 4.7. So, but it's not, it has not changed the energy consumption and efficiency. In fact, the the new stuff is getting more and more energy efficient all the time. Okay, and it would cool just as well as the old stuff. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're the best, and we appreciate you on the show. Hey, I appreciate you taking time to call, and and I thank you for the compliments. Thank you. Rich in Arlington, how can I help you? Hi there. Nice to talk to you. That didn't even take that long. Wonderful, wonderful. Ed, the next guy could be even faster because you're the last call I got on hold right now. Oh, well, then we can uh, spread this out a bit. Yeah. Uh, my my question is on aircon, the drain line. I've got two units, and the main one that does the bottom or the main floor and half of the second floor, you know, works fine and everything. Except it got plugged up on the drain line that goes into the second floor bathroom. Now I've vacuumed it, got a couple slugs of junk out. And it's dripping, but it's still dripping outside in the secondary emergency drain. Okay. What do you think? Can I put, like, Drano? I mean, I've, I've put a couple little sticks and whatever and that in there, and I don't have a trap that comes off of the unit. It's just plastic PVC all the way down to the rubber hose that I've uh, shoved, uh, oh, what do you want to call it, some... Uh, copper wire or braided wire and shit up there about i don't know six eight foot and that's as far as i could get it okay uh typically how the ac guys clean them out is compressed air now they have a, a, a little gun that uses a co2 cartridge and they just they'll cut that pvc pipe and uh it had that little gun has a rubber end on it they put it and seal it onto that pipe, pull the trigger, and it just shoots a blast of air down through there that'll clean it out. You can do the same thing using an air compressor. Well, uh, I've got, I haven't done that one yet because technically, uh, like, I don't have any cutouts or anything that I know of in that, so right. I'd have to go through the whole deal of cutting into it and then uh, going to the store and getting a joint thing and a coupler, all yeah. that. Well, and but that's that is that is the proper way that they clean them. Okay. Uh, and then what you should do is, w- when you cut it like that, put in a a trap and a place where right. you can dump some uh, bleach down in there. You know, every well, quarter, six I've, months. I've been doing uh, uh, vinegar. But how are you getting it in there if you don't have a gap somewhere? Well, I do it right up at the uh, outside of my uh, water tray and stuff, where it's got it's got a standpipe coming up from it, okay. and the water just goes out and goes down, and I just dump it in up there. 
Well, that that's and that's where you would shoot the air from as well. Right, but then I got to plug the hole going into the pan. Well, you got me a little confused because there should be two pipes up there. One that is for the primary that goes down to the sink. That's the one okay. that should have the air gap on top of it. Uh, the one that goes down for the uh, secondary pan uh, shouldn't be coming off of typically off that first one. It it usually drips down from the unit itself straight into the secondary pan. Okay, well, I haven't totally looked at it lately. I've just been doing what I've been doing. But I see. I okay. Put, you think bleach is better than vinegar? Yes. Okay. How much? A cup? I yeah, usually just a cup once every every uh, three to six months. Okay, because I've got water coming out. Uh, I mean, I just took the hose off of the trap and cleaned the right. trap out. It was nasty, but cleaned it all out. And I'm getting drips. And yesterday, you know, afternoon it runs more and all that, and I was getting a drip a second out of there. So yeah, but you because know, you do, but because you still have that plug in there. You really need to blow that air through to blow that plug out, then okay. start with the, the bleach regimen. Okay, well, I got an air compressor. We'll give her a shot and see what happens. Okie doke. All right, I appreciate it. Been listening you bet. to you for a long time, basically the first time called, and in theory, hopefully we'll get something here. <laughs> there you go. Rich, <laughs> I appreciate it. You take care. Yep, you too. Bye. Bye. I'm going to jump into an email question on roof insulation. And uh, this is from uh, Randy and Alvin. He says, I listen to your radio show almost every weekend. Many times I have heard you speak about radiant barrier for the attic. I have a small machine shop that is wood framed with metal skin. We recently added air conditioning, and I'm wondering if I can do anything to help the AC the underside of the metal skin is covered with foam board. Absolutely, add the radiant barrier. Energy Q radiant barrier, you can staple it up, uh, since this is wood framed, uh, staple it up to those walls, and it'll make a huge difference. It, and some of the other benefits that you're going to realize, because of all the shininess, you know, that it, it's uh, silver, uh, your lighting is going to be a lot better in the shop as well. But uh, even if you're not running air conditioners, it'll make typically 10, 15 degree difference. But when you're running air conditioners, it really helps because it blocks the heat transfer. And that's what kills our air conditioning is the heat eating up all the cool air. So, yes, it definitely would still help you out. Uh, let's see. And if you want to check out... Energy Q Radiant Barrier. That's the one I've been using for 20 years now. Uh, you can go to our website, thipro.com, and click on the link to Energy Q, or call them at 1-800-900-6220, and they'd be able to help you out with that. Again, that's 1-800-900-6220. B from Arlington asks, what is the best long-lasting outside house paint? Well, you, you got a lot of choices when it comes to paint. And there's a lot of different brands out there. And quite frankly, I don't care what brand you go with. You want to get the, the upper-end paint that that brand makes. Now, 
I personally have used for years Kelly Moore paint. I've used Sherwin-Williams. And uh, have, I've had just uh, great luck using those two paints. They've really held up extremely well. Um, I typically get 15 years out of a paint job. And, and it's because I use the high-end paints. When you use a, a lower-end paint, uh, one of the things they add in them to make them cheaper is uh, clay. It's just a little clay particle. Well, you know what happens with that is it gets wet and, and uh, deteriorates and stuff. It just starts turning to, to dust and powder on, on the wall. So, uh, like I said... Stick with the upper ends, but Sherwin-Williams, Kelly Moore, those are the brands I would be taking a look at. Thanks for joining us for the super podcast of Texas Home Improvement. Jim has lots more on YouTube, on the TV show, and at THIPro.com. Have a good one. We'll see you next time.